everyone, it's Gracie with Self Care with Gracie. Welcome back. I've missed you all. I've missed being here. I've been gone because I've been on maternity leave. My son Jonah was born on September 2nd. Really beautiful birth. If you want to check out the birth story, you can go to the Self Care with Gracie blog and read a little bit more about it, but I found it extremely empowering. And it's it's been a great journey so far. Definitely some hard pockets of motherhood. I I I think that there's no way to really prepare yourself for the self-sacrifice that will come when caring for a newborn, but I don't think there was any way to really prepare myself either for the amount of love that I would feel for this little guy. He's so sweet, and he has a powerful spirit and a powerful set of lungs. Micah is playing with him this morning, and I'm in the back bedroom with a cup of coffee looking out at the leaves in D.C. that are turning golden outside the window and feeling grateful to be here today. I want to talk about on this podcast, it's going to be kind of short, just because this is how I think it's it might be for a little while until I start daycare with Jonah in the beginning of the year, but I, I think that shorter and quicker is always better than not at all. This has been my philosophy about business and it's been helpful. So in the short podcast, I'll talk about self-love and how the connections between self-love and self-care have really re-educated me around myself and self-care and my own journey around that. In the coming weeks, I'll actually be interviewing some of the women who have taken the Self-Care 101 program that I offer every season around their own journeys of self-care and self-love. They And I do this because my clients are the ones who actually taught me what was going on and where where my brain was a little bit still reaching towards perfectionism. So I started this business about three years ago. Yay, happy three-year anniversary to Beautiful Life Self-Care. Wanting to teach people about Ayurvedic habits, that was my passion. I'd, I had gone through a really hard period of a breakup and my father getting sick and I was convinced that, that having habits that were strong and strong daily routines that were aligned with nature was like the key to staying stable within chaos. And I still really believe that I think it's important. So I put together a 10-week program, gathered up 10 women who wanted to be in the pilot program. We, we went off and running. I found that, yes, that that all of these women responded to daily habits and daily routines and, and making those changes was, was very powerful for them. But I saw that there was something deeper gathering in the, in the group energy of getting a group of women together to be really honest with each other around why it's hard to take care of ourselves and, and why it's scary sometimes to take care of ourselves and to push into new self-care habits. And all of this time in my own personal habits, I was like, I got to go to bed by 10 o'clock. That was the thing. Got to go to bed by 10 o'clock. Have to wake up in the morning by six, scrape my tongue, drink my warm water, make sure that I poop, eat my bigger lunch and smaller, lighter dinner, um, get some exercise in the morning. And I, w- you know, I was doing it and it felt really good. But there was this edge of like, if I, if I had a good day, I felt awesome. Um, But if I had a bad day, like if I missed something, I was still being like kind of mean to myself on the inside of like, I should do this. I'm falling short of the mark in some way. And when I started listening to my clients talk about their journey, I was like, oh my gosh, they're so hard on themselves too. And we started to call each other out on that. Like, okay, you're really hard on yourself. Like, can you, you're going through a lot right now. And I, I, I don't know any woman right now in my life who's not doing a lot, whether or not she is working a high power job or raising kids or both, there's just a lot on our plates. And self-care, sometimes it kind of has to fall to the back burner. 
And the thing about self-care, I think, is like recognizing that it doesn't have to stay on the back burner. We go through a hard couple of days and we can just bring it back in. But what we were doing is all of the women, myself included, was like we go through a hard couple of days. We feel really bad about ourselves. We start to like punish ourselves by like not doing more self-care and then we feel worse and then we feel like we're a mess and we give up and we tell ourselves the story that we're not capable of change. And so I was like, I was having so many women call it out that I, I started to change my story around self-care and I was like, self-care, yeah, that's daily habits, routines, all of that, but it's also being gentle and understanding and kind with ourselves. I saw that these women who were going through the program, they looked a lot like me, like they were career focused and very independent and, and really like had been working on themselves and didn't need anybody. They were the caretakers in everybody else's lives. And when they got to like a group of women, it kind of was like we'd all just sort of leaned in on each other being like, oh, like huge exhale and saw that we were stronger together and that being together and leaning on each other as a community was really the path to finding the healing and the gentleness that we had searched for in other ways. Disclosure is that when I started to see the breakthroughs that the women who took my course were having, I, I had like a little bit of an internal crisis of thinking like, okay, I'm, these women I think are actually making more progress and having, having the kind of breakthroughs that I want in my life and I'm not having. So what, what happened was I, I went on a whole year plus exploration of being in groups because I, I, I had done as much as I could do on my own. I had done therapy. I had done coaching. I traveled to the Amazon to like meet shaman. I had done everything I could do alone. But what I hadn't done was trust a community of people with the vulnerabilities inside of me and the stories that I hadn't told and the fears that I was carrying so heavily inside that were that were weighing down my self-love. Because I, I still thought that if I said those things out loud, that I wouldn't be worthy of, of love. And if I, if I did that and I really proved that that was true, that I didn't know where I would go from there. And so I was like clinging to my habits. Like these are the things that are going to save me. And I like was seeing this other example. And finally I just had to dive in. And there were a few groups that I found. It was, it was like who, the universe, higher power was like, great, you're ready. Here you go. It was not easy. I think um, I was very humbled by this one year of, of like having to go into groups where I felt completely unmoored and just really insecure and really scared a lot of the time and resistant, all these things that I was, you know, working with in groups with other people and really modeling how to not do that, that I had to learn how to do that too. I cried more tears. I cried so many tears during that year. I, I experienced things that I thought I was over. That was like a big thing for me is I thought I had healed everything. I thought I was done. Again, perfectionism was coming into it. I didn't want to be in process. I wanted to be done so I could, you know, hold myself apart and tell the story. And it sucked so badly, except I realized that I wasn't really lonely anymore in the same way that I had been. I, I was, I was like open and I felt like exposed, but I also exposed myself and I opened myself to people that I trusted and to communities that felt strong to me. And it helped me to learn how to even, even in a more complete way, hold a strong community for the women that I was working with. And when I, when I saw their breakthroughs, I didn't get jealous as much because I was like, I'm having my breakthrough. It's slow. It's imperfect. It's kind of messy sometimes, but it's my breakthrough. And right as I was at the end of that year, as I really felt like I had like worked through so much stuff and really felt 
that feeling of self-love. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel, I feel like I'm my own friend. And I started to envision this future. I was not in a relationship at the time and just thought that so much of the answer would be being in a relationship. And I was like, I don't need that because I have everything I need. I'm carrying it around inside of me. I had this like crazy idea. I wanted to have a kid. I was like, I can do this, but I'm going to do this in community. It's the way that it's been so helpful. I had like dreamed up this plan with, with my family that we would get a farm and I would raise my kids alongside my brother and his partner's kids and we would do this. And I think like it was like two weeks later before I was reintroduced to Micah. We went on our first dates, hit it off. Within two months we were pregnant accidentally, but it's been a great surprise. So um, being a mom and, and going through the deep imperfections of this process of seeing the, the limitations in myself, the selfishness in myself, the the gifts in myself too, like the immensity of like the love that I have in my heart that I can offer to this child. Um, I don't know how I would be able to weather this in a, in a somewhat balanced way. I won't even pretend that I'm fully balanced. I'm just like balancing myself out if, if I didn't have self-love. I think a big part of self-love is self-forgiveness that um, it's, it's like we can just carry so much around with us in such a heavy way and, and it affects our habits. And I think that what we, what we are taught in this culture to care about are our habits. We have to be healthy, be fit, lose weights, eat clean. I'm trying to think of more buzzwords here. But if underneath it all we feel like a big pile of shit, like I just don't think it's worth it. So the, the work that I learned in self-care, my clients have taught me this and my own life experience has reinforced this, is we got to go deep. We gotta. We don't have to stay there forever. We don't have to like live our lives these crying messes. We have to go in and look at what's holding us back. Look at what's blocked. Look what's what's gunky in the system. In Ayurveda, we call this ama. It's like the the stuff that's not digested in our being. And once we do it, it's like we don't have to go in there and figure out how to fix ourselves. It's kind of like the going in there and the being willing to share it with other people is is the answer and the key. So it's, it's brave. It takes a lot of courage. And, and I think that, that you can do it if you're, if you're interested in it. And if you're not sure, then tune in over these next few weeks because I'm going to be bringing some pretty amazing women on here who didn't think that they were capable of really, really loving themselves and really forgiving themselves. I think that's the story, right? Is that like whatever we've done, sure everyone else can forgive themselves, but whatever we've done or whatever flaws we have, those are like the unforgivable ones. And so I'm going to just, keep proving it to all of us over and over again that like yeah we're worthy yes we can we can feel like we belong to a group of people that feels pretty amazing and like inspiring and that we can all grow together and I think we need to do this now more than ever because there's a lot of forces out there that would have us believe that we are alone and we should be scared and that we we like can't trust the person next to us the, the biggest way to heal and I think so many of the things that that are happening right now that feel so atrocious are happening because people don't feel like they belong they don't feel like they belong in the world or in a community and the only way to really help other people feel like they belong is if we feel that way ourselves our cup has to be full before we can share anything out with others if you are thinking about this I am Moving into the the winter program of self-care 101, it's going to start January 7th to March 14th. It's 10 weeks, 20 women. We'll do this whole process together. Don't worry about needing to figure it out. Just show up and I will guide you through it. This is like really why I think I'm here in this world. 
for better or for worse is to, is to help us all like get in there and break through. So you, the next steps, if you are interested in this, um, are to go to the self-care with Gracie website, www.selfcarewithgracie.com and, uh, fill out the application. You can scroll down the webpage, click on the self-care circle for the winter that's starting, fill out an application, schedule a phone call with me. We'll have a chat. Even if you don't sign up, people say the chats are really helpful for them because we just get in there and you can tell me what's going on and we'll talk about it. And uh, and share it with your friends, please. If there's someone that you know who is just really having a hard time and feels like they're alone and feels like they just can't manage things and feels like they just need to be a little bit better in their lives or totally disillusioned, like, oh my gosh, I just feel like it's I've done everything I'm supposed to do and I'm still not the person I want to be, then, you know, send a blog post their way. And if it resonates, then we'll talk and and we'll, we'll just keep on going here. So I'll look forward to these next weeks of sharing self-care stories, self-love breakthroughs. And I'm grateful for you all. Thank you for being here, your attention. And uh, let's, let's keep going. Take care of yourselves. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place.